Welcome, Chivia Churches. Welcome to those joining us from other places. This is Colin, and we have our, our podcast for Christian Aid Sunday. Um, there are intimations on the web page, so please do look at that. I'm just going to highlight a, a couple. We have a wedding at Linton on Saturday of Sophie Penman and Darren Sesford. And on Thursday, there'll be a, a Macmillan fundraising event in the Walk-Up Hall in Yetham, £5 for entry. And I will be away on holiday from the 16th to the 19th. And for any pastoral issues, please contact Ian Clark. I'll be back Thursday the 19th. And as I say, there are other intimations. Look in the webpage. A call to worship for this Christian Aid Sunday. Lord, you are making all things new. A new heaven, a new earth, a new way of thinking, a new way of being. You are making all things new. Renew your minds to renew the world by living out your commandment of love. The hymn 165, Praise to the Lord for the Joys of the Earth. And thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. Almighty God, Lord of creation, we come to worship and praise you and give thanks for all your gifts. We are glad to live in this beautiful part of your world, rejoice in all the new growth of field and wood and garden and all living creatures, especially those come to new life in the springtime. We give thanks for all the many and varied resources that the earth offers us for our use. But as we reflect on another more troubled world, we confess that we have often abused these riches and not used them for the good of all. We've exploited and, and misused our fellow human beings to their detriment and our shame. You are the God of mercy and justice. Forgive us our selfishness and greed, our lack of compassion, and our failure to love as you would have us love. A love shown in the life and teaching of your beloved Son, given even to death for our sakes. In repentance, may we learn to show justice and mercy and compassion, and to remember that all are equal in your sight, and all peoples are our neighbours, whatever their ethnicity, social standing, or faith. As the globe spins and the day starts around the world, 
and as followers of Jesus Christ, we join with our Christian neighbours in prayer and say in whichever language is most comfortable to us the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples so long ago and which unites us as one family. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for ever. Amen. And we read from Revelation chapter 21 and 1 to 6. And then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready like a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men. He will live with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or crying or pain any more, for the old order of things has passed away. And he was seated at the throne said, I'm making everything new. And then he said, write this, this, this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the springs of the water of life. Amen. We turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 13, and reading from verse 31. It says that the, the, in the Last Supper, and Judas has just slipped away. When he had gone, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I will tell you now, where I am going you cannot come. A new commandment I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Amen. And God bless to us these readings from God's holy word. All praise be to his name. The hymn 195, Here to the House of God We Come.
and we have our weekly prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, your son Jesus said, I give you a new commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. In our worship today, we testify to God's love shown perfectly in Christ. And we recommit ourselves to love one another as a community of faith and to drink again from the spring of the waters of life. Amen. Many years ago, I exchanged pulpits for the summer with a minister in Alaska. And on the way back home to Scotland, I stopped to stay with friends in Seattle. We visited Mount St. Helens nearby. It was a volcano. And I remember passing through thick forests. But as we neared the top, it suddenly became very barren. There had been a big eruption a few years before, and then sporadic eruptions, and the top of the mountain was laid waste. There were some skeletons of trees, but then nothing. Well, nothing, that is, until you look closely, and suddenly you could see green shoots starting to appear, cracking through lava. Nature was recovering through the devastation of the lava flow. And as a minister, I saw it as resurrection, signs of resurrection and new life where all had been dead. John of Patmos, in his revelation, had a glimpse of God's plan for creation. When he pictures a God who wants to make all things new. The old things had passed away and the new had come. And God is in the business of renewing and refreshing and redeeming, ever making things new, a new heaven, a new earth. But John goes on to say that God has is dwelling among humanity. God will be with them and God truly is in our midst. And John's not talking about some time in the future, but very much here and now. God is ever creating new possibilities and new life in the world today. And yet when we look around the world, what do we see? We see war. We see suffering. We see hunger and homelessness. We see an ever-growing stream of refugees fleeing from their homelands. We see an enormous gap between the haves and the have-nots. And yet, I think God sees everything as redeemable. And he calls us, as God's people, to be part of doing something about it. And in John's gospel, our reading from John today, Jesus shows a way forward by, by giving us this command to love one another as he loved us. And that as is so important because anyone can love one another. It's in any, any faith, any person can say, oh, it's good to love one another. But love can be vague. It can mean many things. 
someone can beat their partner and then say, oh, I love him or her. Or like Judas and Peter, we can love someone and yet deny them or even betray them. But Jesus tells us to love as he loves. And that makes all the difference. Because when we look at the Gospels and see how Jesus loves, Jesus' love is an unselfish love, a self-giving love. And we see it in his life. We see it in how he, he died on the cross for us. It's a, a love that embraced the leper. It's a love that sat with the woman and caught in adultery and offered forgiveness. It's a love that reached beyond international boundaries, which reach beyond social barriers. And we're called to have that kind of love. Today is the start of, of Christian Aid Week. And Christian Aid was started with that kind of love. And it, it started after the Second World War to address a devastated Europe seeking to recover. And it's expanded to seek to help people throughout the world and also to raise awareness about issues like debt cancellation, like climate change. It's very much on the cutting edge, seeking to bring hope and newness of life. Newness of life to people like Jessica in Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe was once a breadbasket of Africa. But for various reasons, including climate change, it now suffers from prolonged periods of drought. Jessica's husband is, is sick, so it's up to Jessica to provide the food for the family. With the drought, the crops just were not giving any yield. The family were going hungry. And how awful is it for a parent to have nothing to give their children to eat? Jessica says, one year with no rain, the scorching sun burnt my crops just as they were about to bloom. It was so disheartening. Christian Aid helps people like Jessica by providing drought-resistant seeds so that she can grow tomatoes and beans and cucumbers even in drought. Jessica wants her children to be healthy and have a better future, a new and fairer world. Through the help of Christian Aid, at least some of her tears can be wiped from our eyes. The suffering in our world can be overwhelming, but we do what we can. And we seek to love as Jesus loved. And that way, there can be green shoots springing to life, bringing hope to all. That way, we can truly proclaim that God is with us in our midst. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The hymn 238, Lord, Bring the Day to Pass.
And we have our prayers of dedication and intercession. Let us pray. Generous God, we bring offerings of money for the use of your church here. May be used wisely in the service of your kingdom. Bless too the many talents that we have, that they may also be used for your glory. We ask especially for sensible and productive use of gifts, given for the alleviation of suffering for those in conflict areas. And this Christian Aid Week, we pray that hearts and pockets will be generous in filling the envelopes delivered by volunteers, that they may be encouraged in their efforts and know that many lives can be improved by the work of Christian Aid partners and the desire to bring sufficiency and a hopeful future to this, those living on the margins. In our prayers, we remember their work and skills training, education and advocacy. As so many struggle about changing weather patterns and conflict and injustice. May we share in their joy and successful ventures and lives turned around for the better and for the benefit of future generations. We pray for those in authority, whether in charge of a food bank or a country, that their decisions may be just and fair, that everyone is treated with dignity. We remember all in areas of fighting and where there's corruption, although sometimes we find it difficult to pray for those who we see as enemies. For those injured and lost, we would ask for care, as we do for all people suffering illness, be it a body, our mind, or spirit. For those in long-term care or facing death, we ask a special blessing. For those with the care and responsibility of them. Give comfort, O Lord, to the many who mourn lost loved ones or grieve over lost opportunities, lost homes, fractured relationships. As the needs of many near and far increase, Give us loving hearts as we seek to try to find ways to offer support, both great and small ways, in our abilities and circumstances allow. So we offer these prayers in the name of your Son and our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And the hymn 724, Christ is a World in Which We Move.
And now, people of God, go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. And may the blessing of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you this day and even forevermore. Amen.